All right, boys, I got a good opener here. So, uh, Aiden, I'm going to start with you because I feel like this is one that you'll have a good answer to. Name a food mascot that you think you could take in a fight, like the absolute toughest food mascot that you think that you absolutely hate mascots as is. So I wouldn't be able to take any of them because I'd be petrified. But like if like you're telling me a freaking snap crackle and pop came at you, you wouldn't just box them. I'd I'd take the Ghostbusters size stay puff stay puff marshmallow man. I would drop that some bitch. Okay. Alright, what about you, Brady? Food mascot? Yeah. Food. Um screw it. I'll I'll take Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> okay i hate that he just he's just a freaky dude like he scares me so I, i'd want to pop him one then... all right all right i can get behind that what about you ryan i was gonna say the stay puff marshmallow man but uh <laughs> i don't know i i don't know i kind of want to fight toucan sam i don't know why i just feel it <laughs> okay uh <laughs> i mean i can get behind that um I personally, I'm taking uh, Colonel Sanders. He's like 85, and I can just beat the shit out of him. I think I can. I think I can take him in a fight. He's not the elderly. Well, it was, it was him. <laughs> it was him. It was him or Wendy from uh, from Wendy's. So it's, uh, it's it has to be one yeah, of the two. Can't, can't do it. Yeah. So, so. Yo, well, actually, nah, can I change mine? I want like yeah. I'd fight Ronald McDonald. <laughs> That's a good one. Any, I'd fight anybody want to take? I feel like I feel like Aiden could easily take Tony the Tiger. I'm putting my money on Aiden. Ten out of ten. I put my money on Tony. Thank you very much. That guy's a world class <laughs> athlete. I I would put my money on Tony. <laughs> that guy, he's a he's I an animal. About him, but no pun no intended. Absolute animal. What about uh, what about you, Nick? Returning guest. Who who do you think you could take in a fight? The Kool Aid Man. Oh, that's no a big man. Oh, yeah, that's a big man. I was You're gonna say proud. Captain. Captain Cruncher, but then that just could basically kill him myself. So I don't really want to do that. Would you get waterboarded with Kool Aid if you? I was just about to ask him, Nick. At least it'll taste good. Nick, would you ask to drink his Kool Aid? Like, would you ask if you could just grab a glass of it? I would just like, yeah, just start licking him or like tip him over or something. Okay, this is getting this is getting X-rated really quick. That was gross. That's his blood, man. That's his. Is that his blood or his? Yeah, it's got to be his blood. All right, all right, all right. His blood. Oh, and then I think we have one more person in the call today. Mitch, what do you, uh, who do you think you could take in a fight? Hey guys, do you know what? I think I can take on the helping hand, the hamburger helper mascot. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, ever since I was a kid and I used to have it almost every other night, like that, ah. Doesn't that remind you of like the final boss from Super Smash Bros though? That, that guy that, fucking yeah. that, That's exactly what it is. It's the master hand. I've taken him on enough over the years, and I just feel like I can take on the helping hand. Mitch, what flavor hamburger helper was? Did you always have? Oh, the uh, the like the cheeseburger kind. <laughs> it's so greasy, but oh, it's so good. That's disgusting. Oh yeah, Bra- Brady. I'm really surprised you didn't go with uh, the baby peanut. I know you hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, I hated that thing. The super. <laughs> oh, yeah, but Mr. So peanut bad. just died. Yeah, why did they kill him <laughs> yeah, off? They brought back babies. They just killed him off. You don't have to do that. It's not Game of Thrones. I was a bigger death than Iron Man. You uh, you can't prove me wrong on that. Well, I was. Oh, spoiler, man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. But didn't, like, at the beginning. didn't like the creator of Mr. Peanut die? Isn't that why they did that? 
I could be that's wrong, true. but I thought so. I thought he died, and they thought, that. "Let's kill off his creation." It Let's could have also. It also possibly could have been like the Baby Yoda hype train. Like they saw Baby Yoda, so they had to bring in a baby. Yeah, that'd be the hop in. Hop baby on peanut. Peanut, yeah. Didn't work, but. Well, maybe maybe there's maybe it'll be a teenager peanut this Super Bowl. We'll have to tune in. <laughs> that, that's another episode. This episode we're focusing on hockey, everybody's favorite sport. Um, case in puck, if you will. Ooh, um, Ooh. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that was great. We're, we're we'll going to do. A, I'll change the title. We're going to do a bit of. Okay, yeah, you should, yeah, just for this one. Um, yeah. We're going to do a bit of everything uh, before we get to the NHL, though. In our preview for the 2022-2021 season, which is a bit different than usual, but we'll get into that later. Um, we're going to review the World Juniors that just happened. Um, might we take a moment of silence for Team Canada real quick? Hey, thank you. Um, <laughs> probably, um, I think we would all agree with this is probably the best roster Canada's ever put together in terms of just top to bottom depth and talent everywhere. I'm sure there's been you know tons of superstars on every single team that we've had. But just in, no. in terms of pure top to bottom defense goalie it's this is one of the best teams they've ever had um and it proved you know they went six and zero before the gold medal game where they eventually got shut out by the usa in a two nothing game um ish what oh, i guess we start with our guests uh mitch or mitch didn't watch anything nick, oh, <laughs> nick what, what went wrong for canada uh in that last game do you want a serious answer or do you want to up for shit's answer. Do the second boat? one first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it doesn't really help that they went into the game literally not facing any good team where they were like what it was like forty eight to three they, they the goal differential. Something like that. Like yeah. On the, yeah. going into the gold medal game or something. So like they never really they had a challenge and then like as soon as like the US was the challenge and the US defended them like no other team did. So they didn't really like they just got caught off guard, I guess and USA was rolling right through them, so it just—I don't know—it it just like one of those tournaments that you can't really expect to do good when you face a good team if you just haven't played a good team. So they just kind of got, I guess, not lazy, but they just didn't know what to do. Well, I agree so, with Nick. Um, I don't know, like the United States—they came out right out the bat, unlike any other team. Like right away, Canada kind of knew who they were up against, and again, like they never really had that. Uh, I don't know, like that challenged, like the what did you say, forty-eight to three, was the yeah uh, something like that. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was something close to that. I think like Russia for the first thirty seconds of it was the semifinals they played Russia. Yeah. Um, there was like thirty seconds, the first thirty seconds of the game. I was like, okay, hold on, like what's going on here? And then Newhook just buries one, and then like that game was just a route from there on because Askarov couldn't hold on to a stick. Um, <laughs> but like a- after that, that entire game was all Canada. And Mitch, you're 100% right. The U.S. just came ripping right out the gate. Like, the first line just didn't even touch the puck. Like, uh, what was it? Zegris was just nasty all tournament. He continued to play so well. Spencer Knight, they didn't even, like, he didn't even have that great of a game despite getting a shutout. Like, he made some big saves, of course. But, like, every single shot came from the outside. The U.S. collapsed the middle so hard that Canada was just forced from the outside and never even really tried getting it inside. And then Cousins, who was, our uh, like, our offensive leader through the entire thing, he didn't have a great finals, like, for me, like we were t- obviously we were talking in our in our group chat, and it was Mercer, Byram, and, and Levi that were the only ones that showed up. 
Uh, it's 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 a game where you want your. I was I was talking to the boys in the chat, and uh, that's a game where you want your veterans to step up, like uh, the Dylan Cousins and the like Connor McMichael. You know, people who were here last year um, to really step up and lead the way maybe get that first goal and you know they're not going to be as nervous even byfield played last year but he missed the gold medal game byfield was junk he, he was, was probably our biggest junk. biggest disappointment uh of, of team canada i'd say you know second overall pick for the kings you know big power forward you know knows we, we know we can score as in his junior career with sudbury but um just he got put on the third line from the beginning and never really showed that he was, he never proved that he could move into the top six. And I thought he was an overall second overall player draft. Yeah. Like, I mean, I he, he is, that. he is still 18. So he's got time. And I think like the most frustrating thing is that guy's like, what, six four, two eighty five. 285, obviously not 285, but like, I think he actually is six four, yeah. and he just think, yeah. did not play physical at all. Like I saw him hit one person, absolutely toss the guy, but then for the entire tournament, he just didn't use his body. I feel like he was like also like he's kind of like a bit of a baby. Like he was trying to felt like every time he got hit, he was trying to embellish it or something like that. He was just kind of playing like a lanky player, just trying to get a call, but ended up just taking himself out of the play. So I don't I, know what. what his I noticed that as well, Nick. Was. It was, it was he, kind of a big bitch, in my opinion. Like he's just when he gets in the NHL, he's gonna get clobbered by these guys. Yeah, and like he's on his way to camp. Well, I guess he's in camp right now. Uh, like is he gonna make LA starting roster like day one? Yeah, you will. But so let's, talk that. <laughs> let's talk about that. Anaheim and LA putting old what was it six or seven guys and a PJ down yeah, there. Yeah, it was California yeah. to hit the camp. Like what the hell? These guys just played each other for the world yeah. championship, and now they're in a PJ and <laughs> none of California for some NHL tryouts. That's just crazy. Byfield, this is it's just like if Byfield and Drysdale are just crying, and then freaking Zegris is just <laughs> pounding champagne back. Yeah, he's Snapchat's popping off from these tens back. Home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and Brady, going back a bit, twenty first round picks on this team, and yeah. it, like it, like obviously there was like the Crosby Bergeron team. There was uh like obviously like you know, way back. 2016, 2015, wherever that was. Yeah, there, there's been some absolutely nasty teams, but no team coming in uh, to the tournament had more like top to bottom talent. Like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like all our top six defensemen, all first round picks. Every single one of our forwards, including our 13th forward, first round picks. Like our lowest forward pick is what 20? Well, 28 from Suzuki and 26 from Peltier. But I think I thought Peltier had a great tournament. Um, for me, Jack Quinn was a guy I hated watching. Nick, he's a yeah, he's a Buffalo guy, and so I'm sorry to say that, but he was just so frustrating. There was like so many shifts. I just saw him turn the puck over and just like not really do much. It was really frustrating to watch him. Even Perfetti, I don't know. Perfetti was what like the leading goal scorer in the NHL. Like he did all right, but like hmm. yeah. he made some good plays. But I mean, he probably could have got a couple more. Kind of like one of those guys that could have played a bit of an underdog story, but just kind of didn't. Yeah, I, I was, for I was, me, I was expecting more from from Perfetti as well. Yeah. Well, one I thing agree. that really hurt. Oh, sorry, you yeah. go here. No, no, go ahead, Mitch. Go ahead. I was just gonna say one thing that really hurt uh, Canada was just them losing Doc in the first exhibition game. Like, I feel like he could have really been that game changer, and so many of the games would have went like yeah. different, especially maybe the finals. The finals cool. easily would have went a lot different. Yeah. I think being down two zero, like Doc was the guy that you needed there because he had been in that situation before and had played oh, yeah. substantial minutes. Like obviously, like Byfield or McMichael it was the only one that. Well, did I guess Cousins played pretty substantial minutes last year as well? But McMichael, McMichael. being. Mick, like Mick Michael also um 
but like oh and i guess i guess byram too but like having having doc just to be there being that guy that has you know 65 points in the nhl probably this season if he doesn't get hurt um uh if that if they put an 82 game i'd say like probably like what 40 points mitch is that fair yeah i feel like that's fair for sure um like just having him there would have been huge and like the thing is though you have him there that bumps byfield down byfield just stays on the fourth line the entire time just goes to show like he the only reason he got third line minutes was because of injuries and then same thing when he got moved to the second line was because uh uh what's his face new hook got bumped out because of his injury so again brings it back not to i like byfield a ton as a player um but like he sucked for canada unfortunately bottom line one good game yeah but what what can you do i mean again these are kids you know um big stage and diff- different times with covid and everything and as long as they don't let this kind of impact their next year with training camps and trying to crack their their nhl team in their bottom six um a lot of these people can turn around and vice versa um with people who perform really well here um, and then end up not doing so well in the NHL. It's it's always interesting to see how all these young guys turn out. And I, I think that's why Keish and everybody loves the World Juniors so much is because it's it's just the storylines are so cool and following these players into the NHL and seeing them two, three years later and then 10, 15 years later. And it's just it's just really cool to to see that. Um, so shout out Watching, Devin Levi. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not to mention our best player was sitting in some apartment in New York, so yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to ask our guests a question, Um, Mitch and Nick. If you had the chance to watch either World Juniors or Olympic Canada men's team, which would you choose? Uh, I would go Olympics. I feel like uh, every four years, it's like really special to see the best players from the NHL come together for Mm -hmm. for their countries and compete for their country um the world juniors i don't know it doesn't really get to me that much i still watch it every once in a while and it's still entertaining hockey but i think that nothing can beat the olympics see i would like i mean i love like like the olympics is sick but like i kind of like just like i kind of said to like people i watch the world juniors with that like those guys just like you know in the nhl that like the guys know where each other are but like i feel like in the world juniors just watching it like these guys know where each other are like literally every time and like in the NHL, like yeah, they're good, but like I feel like in the World Juniors, these it's just effortless for these guys. So like I don't know, I find it a little more exciting than I mean the Olympic. No one's gonna like the 2010 Olympics is no one's gonna not remember that. But like I think the World Juniors was a little more exciting. I thought just the way they play and just everything it looks so effortlessly for them. So I don't know. I kind of like the World Juniors more, but. Nick, I don't think you understand like how big the fist pump I just did. Well, like right there was was just because like I got sewered in the group chat for like a good hour. Ryan and Brady were just berating me for liking uh, World Juniors more than Olympics. It's I can like, I don't know. I just like sporting in Canada regardless what it is. Yeah, so. me too. I can see your side, Keish, for sure. Uh, just... And I 100% can see your side. Like, seeing Crosby score that, like, gold medal goal, like the, you know, the golden goal, the, the like, you know, call heard across Canada – it was it was like nothing I've ever been a part of before, but uh, for some reason, for me, World Juniors just gets to me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. What so I much. hate about the World Juniors is that you pull, you're pulling your punches. Like Canada always has to pull its punches. Our best players sitting in New York, but when the Olympics come, we don't pull punches and we always win because of it because we have the best players in the world. Like that's so annoying. Theoretically, Canada should have, without Doc, they should have won. 
So I was yeah, like their team. They, they, they were guys that were stepping up, obviously not to the caliber as the name perspective. Like Claude Giroux or what was it, Marty St. Louis filling in for someone in the last Olympics. Like, sure, that's yeah. obviously not going to happen, but like, there's always a next guy up that is maybe not ju- maybe not as good as the guy that's out, but can still fill a role. So I mean, our, I if our 13th forward Connor Zary is a first round pick, like I think missing one guy shouldn't have made that much of an impact. Like that was 100 percent our tournament to lose. Well, like, Matt, Canada, Canada from a hockey standpoint always has the next guy up. Like there's always going to be yeah. someone that is has a very high skill that's always going to be able to play when someone goes down. So Ryan, yeah, do you and- think they should have had Laugh in the tournament? Well, I mean, as a Canadian, I want him there. He's the best player by far. If he was in that tournament, it wouldn't even be close. Like, we would have we clapped cheeks. But, I mean, f- from New York's perspective, obviously they won't let him go. Why would you even risk that? Like, he got yeah. hurt at the last one. And, and like, like talk. as a fan of, yep. like, the player, like, you still want him to be healthy. But, like, he's our best player. Of course, a Canadian would want him there. Mm-hmm. But I see why, like, I understand why New York didn't. Like, it makes total sense. Yeah, you got you got to protect your generational players there. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, one last thing before we move on here: if you guys had to get a jersey from somebody at the World Juniors this year, Doc does not count because he uh obviously missed pretty much the entire tournament. Who would it? uh, Who would it be? Mitch doesn't know anyone else. No, I I I I'll I'll let you I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. Um, Nick's gonna go Cousins. No. 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 I would get him in a buff jersey, probably. There you um, go. Does it have to be on Canada? It doesn't have to be. Hey, it could be anybody, uh, I guess. Uh, JJ Paterka? Yeah, but like people would be like, Chris Law. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would probably get, uh, what's his name? What's the goalie from Russia? Askarov? Yeah. And him Yours and tape a stick to the back or something. That's funny. The thing I don't with, know. Like, By- Byram would be pretty cool, I think. Byram is my answer. The thing with Askarov, though, that scares me is he's going to be back again next year because he's not going to play for Florida this year. Yeah, he's going to be back next year. Stick, bro. I don't know. Like, yeah, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get stick him, put it right in the side of yeah, his blocker. What's that stuff that the, uh, the, the baseball pitchers use that's illegal? That they, uh, pine tar? Yeah, yeah, pine tar. Put some pine tar on that thing and it'll stick to his glove. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think they should, uh, I know. they should have just like taped it to his fucking blocker at that point. Yeah, like, like I said to the guys, I said in the movie The Benchwarmers was the guy that was the guy who wears the helmet because he'd always swing and throw his bat at cards and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Finally, yeah, yeah. his the bat to his hand. And that's what he should have done. <laughs> The yeah, funniest part real. of that entire movie is when he's looking at the back of his baseball card and he's like, oh, sick, I have seven dead squirrels. Because he keeps throwing his bat <laughs> yeah. into the trees. Yeah, four, yeah. four broken windshields. Uh, uh, what about you Brady? i would also i'd also do byram and then uh other than team canada probably mm, and other than least prospects i'd probably do one of the swedish ones so raymond or uh or holtz or gunler i I like i i love watching them work together like what a talented little forward trio they have there in sweden i picked byram as well um and non-team canada i go stutzel I was going to go. The, I think he was the best player in the tournament. That's who I was going to go. Sick. If he had a couple more sick. games, he's uh, he's probably tournament MVP. Like if they made it to the gold medal, he'd just be like, you'd be far above everyone. I think. Yeah. So just moving on to uh, before last thing before we go on to the um the NHL. So the awards for the tournament, 
Zegris got MVP. Best forward was Stutzla. Best defenseman was Topi Mimala. Shout out Maple Leafs. Best goaltender was Levi. All-star team forwards was Cousins and Stutzla. Defenseman Hinala and Byram. And goaltender was Levi. So there you go. Brady, Stutzla any, had five goals, five assists in 10 games. He was, he was so good. good. <laughs> uh, Brady yells at you if you ever use any uh, any saying. So just uh, just be careful of that, Nick. My bad. It's literally um, just quiche because he says it every two seconds. <laughs> I don't. I've been good. I've been good in the last couple of weeks since you since okay, you uh, recently, Bra- recently even Bra- good. Yes. Brady Brady gave like called me at like eleven thirty and just rinsed me for like a good two hours. Like I couldn't even sleep because of it. It was oh, so bad. No, I did not. Uh, it, he did. Uh, Brady, any would you make any changes to the uh to the All Star team? Uh, it's kind of weird because like. How can Stutzla win best forward, but then Zegris is the MVP? So I, maybe I guess they were just like spreading the love a bit. Like if Zegris gets MVP, yeah. then we'll pick a different best forward. But then and then Zegris didn't even get on the All Star team, so I don't know. And then Nimala won best defenseman, yep. and Zegris did, get a, Zegris did get the All Star team. Cool. It's Zegris, Cousins, and Red. And then oh, okay, there's Heine, three. and yeah, there's three. Heine. And then Heinola, Byram, oh, okay. and Levi. Yeah, I need to cool, interrupt. Cool. Yo. Jack Eichel's on spitting chicklets tomorrow. Let's go! Can't wait to listen to that. His uh, his first one was pretty good too. Yeah, I'm pumped for this one. So, yeah. so they got they got Jack Eichel and we got Mitch and Nick. And they got Who's, Shane. Nolan. I think we're the winners here. Yeah, we no, are we got, absolutely. Yeah, the they got Eichel and Shane Nolan, and yeah, you have me and Joel. Also. <laughs> Shane, yeah, hey, thanks, thanks, Nick. No, we're we're obviously amped to have you guys here. All right, Brady. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any anybody else? Any prospects you want to talk about? I don't need to talk about the least prospects. It's fine. <laughs> Do you want to talk about? Uh, oh no no. Or, I, 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 Amarov. It's fine. Okay. Um. I mean, the Penguins had two prospects in the tournament that didn't see a minute. So, go us. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Just two back. I third string goalies. Not even backup goalies. Two third string goalies for Finland and Sweden. So, you know that's that's future's looking bright. Poulin didn't even make the roster. Um. So you know, you would have had Amarov. So. Yeah, we we could have had Amarov, who had a great tournament, but instead we chose not to have a first round pick this year or next year. So, um, hey, future's looking I great. To, I need to make. Speaking of goalies, um, is Aiden in the chat? Aiden is in the <laughs> chat. Aiden, are you in the chat? Yes, I am in the chat. <laughs> okay. Um, I looked at your fantasy team the other day, and I noticed you have um. <laughs> Lettinen, I think he's a Leafs goalie. Um, yeah. I don't think he will be playing in the NHL this year. Oh, okay. Good stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's a I good think, thing yeah, I'm playing fantasy hockey this year. <laughs> I saw you picked him up, and I was like, I, uh, I don't think he will. Yeah, that's all right. What? Well, uh, oh, the oh, oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Miko Lettinen, the defenseman. Yeah, he'll be on the taxi squad. He's KHL defenseman of the year. Put some respect on Lettinen. Okay, no, 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 wait. So he's gonna, he's picked, gonna be a stud. So I know exactly why I picked him up because I read reports that he was coming to the NHL and that the Leafs were like oh, looking so very favorable. Pardon? Okay. Aiden's been doing and, research, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a great. Ooh, I want uh, him. He's I don't second, know who wrote that. Player. Like it might have been like I don't Caleb Bradley or some <laughs> random ass guy wrote that. But I mean, I'll give you credit for doing research. But he's no, getting I mean, those power even he, if he's not gonna play, I'll just drop him. But I mean, um, Miko Letton and just look start Wednesday for the Leafs. Oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, 
My look for look, look for Miko Lettinen and Alexander Barbanov to be in the Maple Leafs starting lineup Wednesday. Yes, yes, okay. yes. We'll get well, there. <laughs> that's, that's my there segment. we go. That's really yeah, do I know? Wait, wait, All wait, right. wait, wait. Can I? Can I have my moment here? Do I know more about hockey than Nick? Seems like I, I think you do, yeah, man, and I will oh give you goodness. all the credit for it. Those are <laughs> those are big, big players that um was big league news because every single play, every every single every single team was very upset that the Leafs got Lennon and they didn't. Yeah, that uh, oh, he seems like a pretty solid prospect. Um, but speaking of the Leafs, Brady, what are the what's the outlook looking like this year for them? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Okay, so just an overview for the season. Um, it's it's a much different season. Fifty six games are being played, and you're only facing divisional opponents, and the divisions are a bit different. Um, for Toronto, I'll just stick with Toronto for mine. And when you guys do your team, you can say your division, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're in the we're in the Scotia North Division with Calgary, Edmonton, Montreal, <laughs> Ottawa, Toronto, Winnipeg, and Vancouver, aka the Canadian Division. Um, then so you play each team like eight nine. 10 times something like that um not 10 times like eight nine times and then you face them top four make the playoffs and then you face them and then each division produces a champion to kind of face off in a final frozen four there for the stanley cup so even if toronto does win it's not going to mean a thing because it's going to get so discredited so i i I don't even i don't even care um (laughs) but this would be the year for Toronto to actually do something of substance because no, no Tampa, no Boston, like none of those use or Buffalo for Nick tough opponent. Um, well, actually like points wise, like we were right there with Buffalo last year, they were pushing, they're going to push out. Um, so you don't have those teams that you would face first round or Buffalo going to beat you out of for the wild card position. So this is the perfect opportunity for the Leafs to, finally step it up and you know try to make the playoff because technically they did not make the playoffs last year so maybe they'll be a playoff <laughs> it'll be a playoff team this year um Brown pays for 95 points last year which is five less than the previous year which was f- and then that was five less than the previous year so they are on a steady five point decline per year <laughs> but um, <laughs> last year pure downward last year, trajectory last year versus uh the opponents in their division they're seven three and four so i think that's pretty good um they were third in the league for goals four but their goals against was 26 so that's not the best and then similar trend for power play and penalty kill awesome power play not so good penalty kill but did dubas do in the offseason well he went out and tried he, he addressed the needs the the best he could i think because people were saying we need defense and like grit and strength you know we need some people who will step up for these young bitches who don't know how to you know, <laughs> they don't know how to throw a body or whatever. Uh, looking at you, Mitch the bitch. Um, oh, the show, huh? but... oh. <laughs> First guy comes so on the you... pod, just gets sewered. He's not even talking about Mitch Marner. I was. Um, so you, you can say what you want about the least in their additions and how old Thornton is and how he sucks and he is on the first line as of now. I'm not going to give that the most time. Do you guys agree? Like, do you think Heim's going to just replace him in the second game, or do you think it's actually going to work? Um, I think I think Thornton Matthews and Mark. I think uh, I th- I think it'll work. I do. I don't know why, but like I think it might be that missing. Like I mean, Hyman was good. Um, 
I think Thornton, I think, might catch people by surprise. I think, and I don't know, they might do well. I, I do. I don't know why. Throw but some, I have a feeling. Throw some grit with Matthews and Marner. Like, why not? Like, what? Like, obviously, you know, they need someone to get over the hump. Maybe, maybe Joe Thornton's that. Just some little bit of toughness. Plus five cam probably in show. I mean, Thornton is just gonna get absolutely carried by the other two. But uh, I mean, I, I think he'll do alright. Like Marner, is just that guy that just like goes around and does literally anything. Um, just basically he's gonna feed Matthews, and I mean I don't really know where Thornton will fit in, but I think it'll be be good. I think Thornton's like the body in front of the net. That's how he was playing in the scrimmage the other day. I mean, yeah, if you got a goalie screened by Thornton with a shot by Matthews. I, I, I don't know. If there's a better duo. I think yeah, I think the setup is Marner setting up Matthews and then Thornton in front of the net. That's what it I seems mean, like. So pretty good to me. Hey, don't forget about Miko Lettinen carrying you the boys on the back end. So we have that going for him too. So Lettinen is a he's a 26 year old from the KHL. Um, he he was top five in scoring among all players, and then he was defenseman of the year. Um, and then Barabanov is also from the KHL. He's also 26. So technically they're rookies, but they're not like 19, 20 year olds who don't know. Pan- they're Panarin rookies. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get 97 points in Calder. Twenty years old, first year. Uh, and so I, 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 I like that the Leafs were able to snag both of them and sign them to one-year deals um, from the KHL. Um, I think that's going to add good depth for the, um, the Leafs because they got uh, they added TJ Brody. So I hope this guy actually fits because Morgan Riley, he's been here what like six, seven, eight years. He's never had a defensive partner like that was <laughs> that was like lit, that anything of substance. Did he have, like, did he have Barry last year? Uh, I, I think they tried it for think, a bit. I think Barry was first line because Morgan is also a f- pretty offensive. Who I think, think who they would have had? It, it, in, in the past, it was yeah. Fanuf, Muzzin. I don't know, not Maybe Muzzin. It was um, Muzzin. Jake Gardner oh. was uh, his partner oh, for a while. Gardner. Just not good people. Nothing ever worked out. And with all that, Riley was still performing at a top six Norris level um, consistently. So hopefully... Brody and he's I think he's a competent uh defenseman so hopefully he slides in well and uh, they can actually get a good defense going what do you think about Um, Bogosian again like he I think he's like second or third line but it it just gives you that big defensive defenseman with recent cup experience you know a vet he he's not gonna gonna in Buffalo he got rinsed every single oh, no. time that he was on the ice <laughs> so he's just a, i mean he was getting paid like some like uh like at least five mil a year to be literally dog crap so i mean i hope he gets better <laughs> i don't know if he'll be able to survive the toronto media but all the best to him i guess as long as long as he's an upgrade from cody cc then or uh, hopefully <laughs> he can hit the net so <laughs> oh my god <laughs> cc would just like hit the rafters every shot <laughs> tip just yeah i see that tweet it's like two famous shots in scotia bank center and it's uh the Kawhi shot and then the cody cc shot that went <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> well, now now pittsburgh will and yeah is that, is that my segue in here because i can uh i want to go first before ryan gets going i don't want to talk <laughs> about it <laughs> all right I'll, i i i'll talk about it really quick. brady are you good or what else you got i know you have like probably four pages of material uh, I mean, I'll I'll wrap up and then we'll go into the Penguins. Um, just yep. I I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Leafs can do. This is literally their chance. Um, 
a win and get to the playoffs and actually compete for the cup. Um, Freddie Anderson, he's on his contract year, so he's going to be playing out of his mind to get set up big next year, whether that's with the Leafs or if he leaves. But he has every incentive to really stand on his head and give the Leafs uh, all he's got if he wants to get paid next season. And and yeah, I, th- I think you know I'm predicting them to win the North. I, I think they they definitely can. The West is going to be hard, and you know Montreal with their defense and goalie tandem, that's going to be hard. But I think they can do it, and I think um, I think we might see uh, some playoff success for the Leafs. So, he's hoping. Hopefully, I hope so. Um, one thing I did want to mention, I thought was kind of funny. You mentioned Jake Gardner a little bit ago. Uh, somebody like I guess somebody was like impressed with him in like a scrimmage, so they asked him like, "What have you been doing this off season?" And he just goes, "Well, I have two kids now, so." And that's like where he left it. I thought that was hilarious. That. Yeah, it's really funny. What a gem. Um, yeah. Uh, so 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 Pittsburgh. Um, you mentioned uh, you know, Mister Cody CC. We signed him. I I still think Cody CC is a good sixth, like an okay sixth defenseman. And that's how Pittsburgh plans to use him. He's not in their top four. He's going to be playing uh, third-line third D-pairing minutes. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't like Cody Cece a whole ton, but hopefully in like his limited minutes, he could be pretty solid. As long as he's not running power play, it's it's not a move that I love, but I'm I'm going to stomach it. I'm going to be glass half full. Um, and we'll, we'll be okay with that. In terms of like the off-season moves... I'll be the glass half empty guy then. You'll be the glass shattered on the floor guy. Let's be real. So what happens uh, when Dumoulin eventually, inevitably gets injured? Then, then we move up uh, Ricola instead, or or not or gonna happen. Um, not gonna happen. I was well, gonna do that. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then we also have Poj on our ta- on our taxi squad. So he's uh, so so. There's that. But anyways, um, we did trade away pretty much all of our prospects uh, to bring back Kapanen. Um, Interesting move. Captain seems to be slotting in first line, playing with Sid and Gensel. Uh, it's hard not to be a fifty-point player when you're playing with Sid and Gensel. Um, but I do, I do like Captain. I think like the speed that he brings is just going to open up the the ice a little bit more for uh, for Crosby and Gensel. Um, I know there's a little bit of a concern that like Crosby and Gensel like are not really speed-focused players, but let's be real, they're NHL players, they're elite NHL players. It's not like they're going to get blown out of the water. Um, I so I, I kind of like that move. That pairing just kind of it makes a little bit of sense to me. Uh, and Captain is also going to be decent on the penalty kill, uh, from what I remember. So excited for that. Apparently his uh, defensive game has progressed quite quite a bit. Um, and then we got rid of Patrick Hornquist, who was a guy that I really liked. Uh, a lot of toughness there on like the third and fourth line or second line, I guess, because he played with Malkin. Um, but he's gone now. That sucks. And. That's pretty much it. Like that's all we really did in the Oh, and we traded away Matt Murray. Um Matt Murray who was Ryan, I would say our playoff MVP from our the what the four games we had last year. Was it four games? Did we get swept last year? Uh, who what is what is the general manager doing? What is he doing? Yeah, yeah. This GMDR, is the question. It's, it, it's some interesting This is moves. the question. Um, we <laughs> traded away Matt Murray for a draft pick. Which is fine. Hey, if we're if we're if we're gonna go all in, use the draft pick, flip it for a, a good depth player, something, right? No, we draft another goalie, and then what do we do? We draft another goalie after that. So <laughs> now we flip the goalie that can't help us now for a goalie that is may not even help us like in five years. Who knows? So, so the thing we're is, not I'm, building I'm for happy the future. We got we got so if he, if he wants to if he wants memory. to build for the future, that's fine. 
but we fucking traded away two of our top three prospects. What's what's going on? Uh, uh technically, all three of our our top prospects that we had going into the season are still there because it's Poulin, POJ, and then uh, Lejar. Le I'm it's a French Canadian guy. Um, but like Hallander, Hallander was a top top guy. Kaylin Addison's a guy that I think is gonna be a bad trade i don't remember what exactly that trade was but I we traded him really for zucker we've traded zucker's oh. a good guy he's a good player he's a top six forward fine yeah. we're built if, if that's where we're, we're gonna go for a cup we're gonna go and fine but then we traded i don't know then we traded um like <laughs> who knows what's going on and Kapanen, yeah he's fast but like like you said crosby's game's puck control not quickness off the break he would actually i Kapanen fits the leafs way better than he fits the penguins right now I I, so I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I think I think this like having the speed in Toronto would have been sick, or it actually it has been sick. But um, I think I think just having a little bit of a different play style could uh, could catch some defenses off guard. But anyways, um, I am all on board on the Tristan Jari uh, Tristan Jari bandwagon. Uh, it's not really a bandwagon. I don't. It's a little the Tristan Jari train. I'm all on board on that. We um, have no I, choice but to be. We well, no yeah, choice but, but like, but like, but like, I've I've been <laughs> saying that like I like I like Jari even before we traded Matt Murray. Uh, think about it though. If you think about it this way, Ryan, at least we got something back. We had to trade a first round pick to get rid of Flurry. Uh, back when he got taken in the expansion draft by Vegas. So we at least got a second round pick. We have a goaltending prospect. Two goaltending <laughs> prospects actually. Yeah, and yeah. neither of them played at the World Juniors. Uh, but still trying to still trying to say glass half full. Uh, the forward lines look pretty pretty solid defensively. I really like John Marino on the second line. Um, and Patterson's still young. Jared McCann could be a guy that surprises players this year. Rust always manages to put up some goals. Uh, Jason Zucker, like you said, Ryan, top six forward, really solid. Sid and Gino and Gensel, three elite players, all studs. Um, Malkin, 74 points in 55 games last year. Just read that before the pod, so that's, uh, that's not bad. Um, I, am, I am obviously going to be optimistic about the Penguins. Not only are they my favorite team, but I am... I tend to be a glass half full kind of guy, so uh, not to you know beat the dead horse in that expression, but it, it it's going to be an interesting season. I'll tell you that for free. I'm I'm more optimistic this season than I was last season, though. I don't know. I disagree. I think I think both Washington and Pittsburgh are not going to have good seasons at all. Why Washington? Well, Washington has the same problems that Pittsburgh does. I mean, they have an aging core. I mean, they won a cup, so it's definitely a dub for them in the long run. But like. They have the same exact problems. They keep taking Penguins players for who knows what reason. Like, I don't. It seems like they're trying to do the same thing as the Penguins, but it, like, I just don't think either team is going to be that good this year. The Penguins, well, like, gonna... most of their team is inconsistent at best. They have two, like, they have one player that's or two, one or two players that are extremely consistent. Crosby and then Malkin, but he doesn't like he he was he was a non-existent in the playoffs last year. And yep. Gensel, he was hurt for uh, the second half of the season. So, like, it, it's, I don't know. I it's yeah, it, Tara, too. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Tara's, like, what, 50 years old? Like, he's not okay. going to be carrying the defense. Oh, it was funny. It, yeah, like, what I meant again, is they picked up Justin Schultz, who actually wasn't very good last year at all. So, like, does that help them? Not really. Both they have a habit of picking Cap up old Penguins defensemen. Yeah. Both pen, both pens and caps also have uh, young goalies. Watching it with Samsonov, with Holpe being shipped out. So, Not to mention, we're in the second toughest division, arguably toughest division. Uh, I, I would say that, toughest. 
the uh, the West Division is really good too. Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis. The East is the East is the division of death. You got Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, Islanders, Rangers, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington. All but New Jersey, you could say, are playoff teams. No other division has more than five or six, but the East has seven legit playoff teams. So I think that makes them by far the group of death. And it's 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 going to be really interesting to see who comes out on top and then who gets, you know, who doesn't make it, who doesn't make the, the 14 cut. Yeah, it's uh, it. that's where the four teams is going to be really tough to pick through. Like when we were doing our division picks, which we'll get to later, I was struggling with that one. But Just I think, to finish um, with the with sorry with the Penguins, yeah. um, I was gonna say like I think the Phil Castle trade was really where um, the team started blowing up, like not being good anymore. Because yeah, we got POJ back. Galchenyuk's a bust. That's known. So he was. I mean, he's gone already. So we we got POJ for Kessel essentially right now, and POJ not didn't make the team this year. He wasn't slotted to make the team next year. So like. How does that help the the Penguins win now? It doesn't. Kessel's a proven scorer, one of the b- best Iron Men of all time in the NHL. He's like second most. He's got the second longest streak of games played. Like, I think that was really the downfall or the start of it. Anyway, POJ is on the taxi squad this year, so let's not get that wrong. He is close to making the roster, so he'll, he'll be there next year. He can't even Phil beat Kessel- out like some scrubs that we have, like. But he's still also young. And don't forget, Phil Kessel would just would have wrecked our cap. We would be starting CC on our second D pairing, or probably our first D pairing if we if we uh kept Kessel. So Yeah, but at I'm, least we'd have Kessel. That's like that's what I mean. But like but like where would he even like fit in on this roster? Like he'd be a second liner that we're paying nine million dollars a year for. Yeah, but a second liner that helped us win two cups. Remember in the twenty sixteen playoff run, he had the most points on the team. Agreed, but then we're not, we're not we're not winning a cup. We're not winning a cup with Chris Letang, Cody CC, and then like Nick and I playing defense on the fourth pairing. Like that's not gonna that's not gonna be good. Nick, maybe then you could pull up. It was Galchenyuk, um and POJ, and then yeah. What's that? I was gonna say like Galchenyuk's not on the team anymore. He's on Minnesota. No, Galchenyuk got flipped with Kaylin Addison in the first for soccer. Uh, yeah, I don't like like. Well, you guys just like you you said that they give it an aging core, and I don't like. Yeah, Castle's not getting any younger, so I feel like it's probably the right move. I don't think he. Well, yeah, but neither is Crosby and Gino. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you're not trading. are not Phil Castle. Well, what I mean is that Castle helps us win cups. Poj has will not be doing that. But I'd rather the idea was to win now and mortgage the future for it. That's fine, but you can't trade away a guy like Phil Castle for a player that we're not going to use for. Well, it would be what three years after that. But well, right, no, if Castle's on the team. Is, we don't. Ha- oh, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Is is like is Pittsburgh like? Are they like trying to compete? Like obviously every team's trying to compete, but like yeah. I feel well, like they, yeah. this is the question. That's what they're I'm on asking. that. They're on that fifty like fifty fifty line. Where like do we compete or do we just kind of call it? If you have Crosby and Malkin, you have Crosby and Malkin. You're always competing. That's true. Always. That's true. So, so why why are we giving up players that help them do that? We gave away Hornquist. We gave away Benina. We gave away Hagelin. We gave away. Um, you you got to look for future. We gave away all these all these role players that helped us win two cups, and then they expected us to be better. Like like the GM was like, "No, our team definitely better for this." Well, it's not, and it's not close. Right. End so of the Rutherford? day. Yeah. Yeah. So Rutherford. End of the day, Ryan. 
we would not have Kessel and five defensemen. And I think that we will I, – I think that this roster now is better than if we had Kessel and then Cody Ceci starting on the second pairing. We wouldn't be able to afford everything. And and yeah, so like Ryan, we uh, I think everybody in uh, everybody in the entire world is probably sick of us bantering about Pittsburgh, and I know our group chat is. So, uh, Mitch, are we, are we uh, if you're ready, we can throw it over to you and uh, talk about uh, talk about what's going on in Chicago. Chicago. I don't know if you want to know what's going on in Chicago right now. It's not good. <laughs> I'll do that. It's not good at all. All right. So where where do I even begin? Um, for one, they announced that they're going through a rebuild. That, that, that's the first, well, not problem. It makes sense. The last two years, they haven't really been doing that well. Uh, they made the playoffs, though, over teams like Pittsburgh and Toronto. So I guess that's a plus. Okay. Watch <laughs> um, it. So their forwards, defense, and goalies are all a problem right now. Their forwards, first, they're out with uh, Taze. They're out with Doc, which isn't good. They have they still have players like Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook. Brent Seabrook putting up four points last season. <laughs> Although he only played 32 games, but still, he used to put up 48 points around there. Duncan Keith not getting any younger. Um, He's still your solid guy. I'd say Boquist. I think he can still give him some credit. But then I was talking to Nick about this a couple days ago. They they've given up so many defensemen, like Gustafson and um, who's the other one? Yeah, like they have so many good defensive prospects, and they just get rid of them. And then (laughs) I'm looking at it now. They got no one. I know, I know. And and then goalies (laughs) too. Like, he has a door off. Oh, oh okay, yeah. I, I forgot about well, him. He's he's a bad addition. Yeah, he's got a Brandon Saad for him. So, uh, I don't yeah, know. It, it, it's give and take. <laughs> um, and then, one other thing. I want to bring this up. Corey Crawford, retired. Hell of a career. Amazing yeah. goalie. Brought us two yeah. cups. It was amazing. Um, wish him all the best. Uh, but I know that the Hawks, and the one reason why they decided to let him go is because they knew about his past. They knew about all of his uh, concussions. Um, but what I got to say is, I know you're in a rebuild, but why do you sell Leonard when you know that Crawford's going to go or he's going to retire soon? Who did they got in that? That's the thing. They have Delia and Subban. Welcome, Subban. Sub-Zero, baby. Yep. Th- th- that, 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 that's their goalie for the season. So... But that's not looking good, too. Um, they're in a pretty hard, eh, like, not that bad. They, they have Carolina, Columbus, Dallas, Florida, Nashville, Tampa, and Detroit. Um, they have Tampa. 8-1 eight, eight last year versus those opponents. Really? 8-1. It's not bad. <laughs> oh, that's actually not that terrible. But Same, they, same <laughs> as the Penguins were versus their they, opponents. They, they do have Tampa and Dallas, Dang. both people in the Stanley Cup Finals, which will be tough. Tampa doesn't have uh, Kutrov, though. Um... Overall, I don't think it's going to go that well for Chicago. I think they'll be bottom two, for sure. I think Detroit will be at the bottom, then probably Chicago. But who knows? Maybe if they can sneak a couple games from teams like Florida, who's on the outskirts, Nashville, Columbus. Because I, I think I, – actually, I don't want to go into who I choose yet. We'll do that later. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Chicago is going to be a playoff team this year. But who knows? Maybe they can do something. They are sellers. They'll be sellers at the deadline. So, I don't know. It's yeah, not looking Kane. good for them right now. honestly i wouldn't mind them getting rid of taze or kane i know taze is injured right now but if they're going through a rebuild kane um last year put up 84 (laughs) no kane last year put up 84 points in 70 games the year before he put up 110 and 81 he's he's kind of like an ovechkin in my eyes where he's getting older but his point production isn't decreasing that much I feel like you could still get something for him. And if you're going through a rebuild, players like Taze and Kane, they don't want to be sitting through that. They, they still have potential. 
they still could be getting that extra cup. So what I say is maybe ship Taze or Kane, one of them out, for maybe a couple first overall picks. I don't know. Should try to get something rolling. Who would you rather see shipped out? Well, Kane's my favorite player. Um, so I'd say Taze. Yeah. But I feel I like you can get more teams want Teams want Kane more, and you'll get back more. Exactly. I, I could see it happening. Maybe not this season, especially with the weird 56 games. And I don't know. How, how are trades even going to work? I don't know the like, are, are you going to be able to might be like at the 40 game mark no 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 i meant like going from one oh. division to the other you're gonna oh, have to quarantine know. for sure it might be some it, within america it should be fine because they're traveling all the time in america like what like what if kane no, gets traded no bubble. to like montreal or something what's gonna happen there yeah he'll, that's he'll have to miss he'll have to miss negative a week right no, a couple of negative tests i would imagine no yeah Two weeks is a lot of games, so I, I don't uh, know. That's true. Is, especially yeah, a shortened season where you're playing a lot of back to backs. Might see yeah. um not too many international trades between Canada and US. No, Imagine no. You just couldn't. Like the Canadian <laughs> just couldn't trade with anyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just it's just Ottawa and Montreal just trading back and forth. <laughs> trading their taxi squad players. But back back yeah. to the back to the Hawks, just real quick. I like their first line to bring Kit Stroman Kane. But their bottom nine is like the worst I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, well, like they, <laughs> horrible. If they had Taze and Doc and even saw it, if they didn't get and, uh, and Nylander, and Nylander, they're missing Nylander too. That's another. Like they used to have. I, I was telling. I know Caleb brought it up, but I was telling Keyshan and Nick back in uh, the playoffs. Yeah. Like the Hawks actually have a good offensive core right now. And Doc, yeah, you forgot about Kubalik. Do you know what? Yeah, Kubalik, Kubalik will be good too. Do you know? I'm forgetting about a lot of. Live the last name Chalupa. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I don't Chalupa. Yeah. I don't think they'll be contenders, but who knows? Hopefully, they can surprise us and uh, like, do something. Mitch, good. I got, I got two things for you. Who was the guy when we went to the Chicago when we went to the Blackhawks game? Who was the guy that we wanted to see play? Oh, and then, and the, no, no, and then uh, <laughs> Chicago Scott Radley was like, oh, he's probably gonna get traded. Who was that guy? Oh. Was it? Like, I it think it was Gustafson. No, I think was it was it? Gustafson. Yeah. yeah, because it was right before he got traded to Calgary. Yeah, we okay. wanted him to play because we thought he was maybe going to get traded, but he was scratched that night. Yeah, and then I think he got traded what, like a week later, something like that. Yeah, and then or, the other thing. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Coop, or, um, Gustafson the year before put up sixty points for a defenseman. Very, very yeah. good. He That's gets right, traded the next season. What do you think they got from him? I, I I don't know. Fourth I would assume a couple pick. of picks. I think it was a second or third round pick. Oh. That's it. Oof. For a 60, 60 points. Point, I, I don't know. It, it was crazy. I, I was so surprised. Um, And then the other thing. Kane, or sorry, Doc, Strom, Bockwist. That's not a bad big three to build around. So if you're going into a rebuild, I would say do everything you can to accelerate it. Get rid of Keith. Get rid of Seabrook. Well, I don't know if you actually can get rid of Seabrook with oh, his contract. Get rid no, of Keith. Terrible. Get rid of Kane, get rid of Taze, bring in all the picks possible, and start your rebuild as soon as possible. Because Strom's, what, 22? Yeah, and he only signed for two years. Who even knows if he wants to stay in Chicago? I That's a bridge deal. It's the same thing with Barzi. Like where uh, he's him, just and, him and Debrinket are boys. I think he wants to stay. Yeah, and then that's the other thing. Debrinket as well. Debrinket's younger. Uh, not as young as those guys, but... Oh, no, I guess he would be as young as uh, Strom. Yeah, he, yeah, he's pretty young too. And they together. And I think Strom, they got Mc, Strom McDavid to bring it. Oh, oh. 
I've seen some plays between Strowman oh. Debrinkit and they are they have that chemistry. So I'd love yeah. I would love to build around them, Doc and Boquest. It'd be a pretty good team. A good start at least. Yeah. And then I mean, assuming that you have a decent draft pick this year, you could bring in uh, win the lottery and bring in Shane Wright. Who knows? You never know. Yeah. Well, they won the lottery with Doc. Remember how mad I was when they took him? Yeah, we were. Uh, we were. I think. I think all of us were there. We were in my backyard, and Mitch is like, "I have the draft. If they take Doc, if they take Doc here, I'm shutting off my laptop." The Blackhawks take Kirby Doc, and he started. Yeah, I was the there. Draft. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 He was. He was projected at like ten or like thirteen or something like that, and we got like the insider where it's like, "Oh, the Hawks are looking at Doc," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? If they actually do that, I'm gonna be so mad." But that, do you want? I'm. I'm biting my words. I was 100 percent wrong there. I love Doc. There you go. As long as you can admit you're wrong, you're 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 all good. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a big thing. All right, um, Nicholas, Buffalo uh, fan. What's up? It's what do you? A, uh... It's been a long five years, maybe even longer. <laughs> it's just been uh, it's been a rough, rough, rough time. But I said at the end of last season, I said if the Sabers don't make a move this off season, I'm uh, I might be jumping ship. Well, I think they arguably got the best free agent on the market. Um, Outside of Petrangelo. Which you guys... Uh, 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 no, you got Taylor Hall. Um, I think it's kind of the piece that they kind of need right now. I mean, it was only for one year, but I guess we'll kind of... It's more of a tryout, if anything. A seven, eight, nine million dollar tryout. But <laughs> we'll, uh, I, I think it's kind of the thing that, um, that Jack Eichel needed. He never really had anyone to play with like sure he had who was it? it's like he's, he was playing with sam reinhardt i think for the most part which isn't bad but sam reinhardt can't really help him all that much same with they had um olifson yeah they had skinner when skinner first signed there they were doing well when they were on like what what they go like 10 and one or something like that yeah like yeah, they had a good start yeah that just kind of fizzled off and <laughs> ended up with what second third overall pick um and they have Olivsen, um, who he was playing with last year, and they were doing really, really good. And then I think Olivsen got hurt, so he got hurt for a while. I think he was off like two or three months, so that hurt them. Um, but I think Tall or Hall is gonna fit in like really good. I guess I think the line right now is, um, Eichel, Hall, and this guy Tage Thompson, who's like he's like six seven or something like that, like two hundred twenty pounds. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna like do pretty well with them. I hope. Um, the D kind of scares me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, we have, I mean, obviously you have Dallin, it's just kind of disgusting. Um, we got Yokoharu, we have Brandon Matur, who's not bad. But then we have Risto, my guy. <laughs> I can't my guy, say Risto. I like Risto. I Mr. Minus, Risto. Mr. Minus. I, I was, I was, I was I just picked him up. He was getting moved this offseason, but. I guess they still have, they still have Tate. Um, and then we have we have goalies if that's what we want to call them. <laughs> Carter Hutton. Carter Hutton said last season that he can't see. He has eye problems. <laughs> so it's like when James Winston. Yeah. Like <laughs> apparently he got it figured out. But if your goalie's saying you have eye problems, um, I don't think he should be playing in the NHL. Do we uh do we think he comes out in just a fresh pair of gogs to start the season? I think he just <laughs> just stop playing the blanket ship um, twos. All right, baby. I mean, I mean, honestly, like in all honesty, I think um I think we'll we'll 
will be better. Like we have Cousins, obviously. I think he'll he's gonna play this year. I hope. Um, I think he'll probably be on the second or third line, if anything. Um, probably gonna play with um, what's his name? Probably Skinner, I would say. Skinner yeah. kind of needs to kick in the ass. We pay him like I think eight mil. Eight or really, nine. Yeah, and he just hasn't really done anything. Um, I'm hoping. I guess we could talk about Eric Stahl as well. I personally hated the trade at first because I don't like Eric Stahl. Um, and he's old, but I talked to some people and they kind of convinced me otherwise that I looked at it as like hockey DB and he's actually like, he, he's been producing pretty well for, for his age in the last, I don't know, two or three years. So I'm optimistic about him. I think he'll be a good second line center that they kind of need and kind of a, a bit of a backbone. Um, Does he still have that massive bucket? No, they gave him a react bucket instead oh. of like the, I don't know, what was he wearing? Like the hour 50, 100, 7,500? <laughs> absolute football helmet on him. The bobblehead. So honestly, and then they got like, they got Cody Eakin. I don't, I don't think he's I like Eakin. good, but I don't know. We'll see. I like Eakin. And then they kind of like, Zemgus Gurgens is the Latvian locomotive. Just like, <laughs> yep. like three or four months now and like, I mean, he was a solid fourth line player. I mean, if that's even a thing, but him and Curtis Lazar, and I can't really remember who the other fourth um, fourth liner was, but they actually, oh, it was Ocposo. The guy's getting paid six million or five million to play on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. Um, they were actually did pretty well. They were, I would say, one of the better fourth lines in the league, if, like I said, if that's even a thing. Um, so I'm, I mean, I think Gergensen's is probably going to, him being out, it's not going to be very good for the team, but. I just want to point out that um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but you guys, do you guys know who the head coach of the Sabres is? No. Ralph Kruger. Yeah. So, Ralph Kruger was the head coach in Edmonton when Hall got drafted with like it was Hall, Nuge, and Eberle, I think. Um, yeah. He was the head coach there, and I guess him and Hall had like an amazing relationship, and when. Buffalo was recruiting Taylor Hall to come in the free agency. Um, Kruger called him um, without really Buffalo knowing and basically sold Hall on signing in Buffalo because they had such a good relationship. So, and I guess Kruger, I didn't really like him at first. I hated him in the media, but he's starting to grow on me. Um, So I think he actually has a good head on his shoulders and knows what he's talking about. And obviously, him and Hall have a good relationship that I think he might be able to excel. So couple uh couple things to unpack here the taylor hall deal the one year i think it ends up being so perfect for buffalo because it's a movable contract so if you if buffalo yeah. sucks in the in the toughest division in the nhl now if buffalo sucks taylor hall gets traded to a contender and you're you're buzzing you bring back a couple picks uh, taylor hall is gonna have good points with jack eichel let's be real so he's gonna yeah. he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get some value you get something back you get some prospects you you know start to speed up your 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 youth movement there um the youth movement eichel cousins and dolan that's a sick core almost as uh, better yeah. than the, the core that you got in chicago mitch unfortunately oh yeah. um and then I the last eichel, thing eichel's been able to produce he just yeah hasn't really been able to get over that like the the, the big hump i would say and just really like get that like close to 50 goal season or that 100 point season or something like that right where i think now he might have that opportunity obviously not 100 points with 50 yeah. 16 but 
Um, I think he'll be able to take that next stride and become that elite player. And then that's like Eich- Eichel hitting overall. 70 points this year is not out of the realm of possibility. 55 games, 70 points. Oh, I think that's. I don't think so at all. I, I think Taylor Hall could almost match that as well. I agree. Um, the last thing I want to say, you mentioned Rasmus was still lying and the, the goat. Um, oh. March 5th, I was in, uh, I was in Buffalo to go watch, go watch Sid play right before lockdown hit. Um, at one play in the third period, Risto, the puck comes up the board to him, and the guy just ate it. And I started crying, laughing. Like it, nobody was near him. Puck came like like it was it was pretty it was coming up the boards like pretty quickly, but nothing that like a hawk any hockey player, not an NHL player, like a hockey player wouldn't panic at it. And he just ate it, and the puck got out of the zone. I was crying, yeah, laughing. He's just um, <laughs> I don't want to say he's a liability because he's not, but he just loves to go for the hits and he just puts himself out of position way too often. So like, that's me and Chell. He's a guy you don't want to like be up against, but you really like to see him running around like an idiot. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm optimistic for this year. I think I think they'll be contenders for the playoffs. I hope. I think they'll own well, a hard division, but I think they'll they'll be able to prevail and maybe get that last spot if, if it's open. So I, I I'm optimistic for the season. Maybe Tough division, but I can, I can see it for sure. I can Buffalo, absolutely see that. Buffalo needs it. The Saber community last year was literally about to kibosh everything and burn down the stadium at some point. So <laughs> I, I think, think that's uh, the. F- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I think that like they made the right moves in the off season, and I think it might be a bit of a stride forward. And I don't know if you guys seen you guys seen Jack Eichel's hair. Yeah, he knows. Posted, he posted a picture today of it. I uh, yeah, I know. I I don't know what. Okay, well, his girlfriend's a rocket, so I don't really know. It doesn't matter when you have Aaron Basil. Exactly, I guess. But, like, his hair is just is not good. It's like oh, two girls times like five. So, Where'd he post it? Instagram. Instagram. I'm looking at oh, it right it now. Looks it, website. <laughs> it looks so good. We the guy um, from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, oh, shit. One last, I was going to say like one it. last thing. I like it too. I think it looks dope. Um, said one last I like thing multiple times. I know, I know. Well, oh, can I quickly bring something up? Yeah, what's yep. up? Looking Wait, at that, looking at that photo of Jack Eichel, do you see how they now have uh, advertisements on the helmet? Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Penguins have the worst one in the entire NHL. It I is, like it. It is good. the size of the entire side of the helmet. It just says PPG on it. We have two point per game players, so that's not that's that's not even <laughs> gonna stand for it. Like it's just it's uh it, that one's an atrocity. Some of them look good, like the Scotiabank ones on Calgary. I think it actually looks good, despite me absolutely hating Scotiabank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those like the S actually looks like decent. It doesn't like stand out. But, Is it red? Uh, no, it's it's okay. uh the helmet's red, so the Scotiabank thing's white. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, there's no way it's red, right? No, but yeah, because um, I know the leaf is red, but yeah, the leaf would be red, and then they're white, so you know, covering the Canadian flag, I guess. I don't mind it, Mitch. What about you? Uh, I just hope it doesn't turn into something like the KHL with all of them on, like the actual jersey. Like, I don't mind oh, yeah. it on the helmet; it's not that is bad. That, but... That's for the season, and I understand why. Like, oh, they yeah, need the revenue. It's funny, man. They got they got nothing. Escrow is like at an all time high. Like, they literally just need something. So, I think it's just gonna be for the season, hoping that everything's back to normal next year. But I don't mind. I was listening to uh, I was listening to Al Michaels commentate for the Browns game last night. Shout out to the Browns, by the way, big win. Um. But he was saying, uh, like, the first time in a long time we could see the salary cap in the NFL go down. So, you know, it, I think the ads are necessity to not see the salary cap get absolutely destroyed for next season. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll probably stick around when they see how much money it brings in. 
That's true. Hopefully we don't turn into Europe, but you never know. I don't think it yeah, will. We'll... Skating billboards. I think it'll um, just, yeah. True. Aiden, do you got anything on the St. Louis Blues for the season? Does Mika Kippersoff uh, come no, out of retirement? at all. I yeah, I, I heard, heard. I actually, heard rumor. I heard rumor. Uh, Mika Kippersoff, Jerome Aginla, and oh, Mike yeah. Camilleri and Dion yeah. Phaneuf are all going to come out and play for the Calgary Flames next season. It's that's what I heard. Dion. Don't quote me. <laughs> like, don't quote me on it. But I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. That's Aiden's heard, dream team right there. I heard those rumors too. Yeah, yeah. That's like the top lineup. three World Junior moment. eh? the double Ooh. Dion, Pierre <laughs> McGuire, just going absolutely it's better than it's better than the Aprilé goal. Aprilé goal is the only one that tops it. Brady, you never mentioned Nick Robertson for the lease. What do you think he'll make the team? Uh, like I obviously hope so. I mean, my I, Keith was right. I had four pages, but um, <laughs> so I didn't get to touch on Nick Robertson. Got the cut on my talk. <laughs> I love Nick Robertson. Um, snipe he had. Yeah, absolute clap. Oh, that was a bullet from the point. Oh my god. He's he's a, he's a goal scorer. Broke all the OHL records held by Tavares, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And I wish I saw him play with the Peets, um, as my ex lived in Peterborough and her mom had season tickets. So I could have just I should I could have just met Robinson and yeah, exit Peterborough. Dude, we were we were. We were in like a Discord chat, and Brady's like, "Yeah, I could have been like, I like, I really wish I went to go see more Pete's games because I could have been best friends with Nick Robertson. Like, I wouldn't be here right now." And I'm like, "Thanks, Brady. Like, first of all, no, but like, <laughs> appreciate that, man. That's how it works. No, hopefully he cracks the lineup. Um, I, I know he will. So he he got playing time in Columbus last year and the playoff. I mean, play in tournament, and he got a goal. So I'll take it. Uh, I can't wait to see him. And then he'll he and then he'll overtake Matthew's goal. Um, that first line goal scoring when he goes to Arizona in a couple of years. So we got to groom him now for <laughs> replacement for Robertson. Anyways, <laughs> um, we're gonna these next two things are gonna be pretty quick since we're falling behind. Um, who is your prediction for the MVP, aka the Art Ross Trophy winner? Uh, Keish, you go first. No, no lengthy explanations. Just you know, like a sentence or two of this, why. This one's easy. Nate McKinnon. That's that's a safe explanation. Yep, safe bet. Nick, Nate McKinnon, Ryan. I hope it's McKinnon. There we go. Hope so. Okay. (laughs) And well, uh, I mean, he should have won it this year. Just saying. Well, we'll have that discussion next next (laughs) time. Next year, quick. Uh, Mitch. Do I was going to try to be unique and actually say Nate McKinnon, but I'm going to go off and (laughs) I'm going to go off and say maybe McDavid. I feel like it's Edmonton's year. I could see McDavid okay. doing something, but if not McKinnon, <laughs> it's um, weird hearing oh. McDavid as an outside pick. But Brady, what do you got? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dark horse, dark horse McDavid, dark horse, yeah. <laughs> underdog, <The> underdog. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go different. I'll say uh, Panarin. I hopefully he gets moved up to Very that nice. first sign with Zabinajad. He had 41 goals in 59 games. I think he's still elaborating. Well, I said I said one or, I said one or two sentence explanation. Dark one or two sentence. So, uh, Nick gets admin in the Discord and thinks he owns the show now. I'll take Panarin. I like it. All right, next. All right. Uh, the next award. We're only doing two. And uh, yeah. Rocket Richard winner, which is most goals. Quiche. I went I went off the board here. Elias Pettersson. I oh think the guy's going to put up God. a bunch of numbers this year. A bunch of Beanos. Oh, he's so trash. Oh, Nick. <laughs> he's sick. I'm going to say Oski Matthews. Nice. Uh, Mitch. Because I have him on my team in fantasy, Andre Sveshnikov. <laughs> oh, what? That's yeah. worse than mine. Yeah, no, that, that is a dark horse pick. 
That's a good one. Ryan? I think it's going to be Matthews as well. Nice. And so, I am also going to say Austin Matthews. Aiden, what's your pick? Sorry to cut you off there. <laughs> the only name that I don't have on my current fantasy team that I'm drafting right now that you guys mentioned is Matthews. Oh, no. Okay. Like, I have can we get Can we get a quick Panarin. update on your team? Yeah, so I have Panarin, Kane, Pedersen, Svechnikov, Malkin. Oh, no. Uh, Matthew Tachuk. Um, Are you drafting Burns, with idiots? Victor Hedman, Darnell. Are you Lewis, in a two-man league? <laughs> man. What? And Mackenzie Blackwood is my goalie right now. Oh. Uh, no, um, Mackenzie Blackwood even had a... Anymore? Uh, yeah, he's a starter. He's a starter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're um, going to get clapped. He's in LA, isn't he? New Jersey. Echoes on sure. the Devils. Yeah. He was Wait, I, knew it. I thought he was traded. Aiden, you have Kane, Sveshnikov, and Panarin? Yep. Oh my god. And New Jersey's the weakest weakest team in that division. Like that goalie's gonna get fucking pumped. <laughs> yeah, he's still he's still in New Jersey. Okay. Um, and, and Blackwood has a crush on one of my friends, so we got that going for us. <laughs> hey, let's go. He, she received some gifts from him. So once once he had that contract, so what kind of gifts? Beats. Beat beats. <laughs> and sweaters. Like, like headphones. Like the headphones. Just to, just oh, to be clear. Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> just to be clear. I thought it was the other. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I pick Matthews, obviously. Um, I can see Big Matthews. Daddy. He's going to score He's going to score 60 and 56. It's going to be historical. Um, oh. Next up, we're going to go through each division. There's only four. And you're, each person is going to pick who they think will win a division. And then Thanks, one surprise one surprise team that they think will not make the playoffs so the top four we'll go quiche first uh just just both i guess uh do you want me to do like all four divisions or do it just the just the north oh, to start? we'll do north to start okay um this one is uh, so i was listening to my favorite person on the entire planet pete blackburn and he he was talking about this uh vancouver is my stanley cup pick for this year so i have them winning the division um just purely based on the fact that four of the teams are going to make the playoffs, obviously two of them are going to make the next round. And then like, there's a good chance that Vancouver ends up in the Stanley cup finals, just based on the roster. Uh, he explained it a lot better than me, but I have Vancouver winning it. And I have Winnipeg missing it as my surprise that uh, won't make the playoffs. Interesting. I'll, I'll say Ottawa winning it. And Winnipeg. Winnipeg missing. Nice. Oh, nice. Ottawa. Stutzla for uh, MVP. I'm, I'm, I'm going out on the limb. Yeah. Oh, you, should probably, you, should, you should put some money on that because they're... Well, they are like plus 25,000, I think. Yeah, I would, I would assume that much money. Uh, Mitch? Uh, I'm pretty similar to Keish. I think Vancouver is going to go very far. I have them as number one. And then I also have... Oh, I actually, I'm going to change that. Do you want, I have Vancouver going far. I still think Edmonton may take the number one. And then I have Winnipeg missing out. Vancouver has Pandemco, lest lest we forget. You got Pandemco on the team, so. Pandemco. Oh, this guy named Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson, whose head is just tiny. And I love that Pandemco. about him. Pandemco. Uh, who's left? Ryan? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to I think Toronto and Vancouver will be 1-2-2-1 one, two, two, one type thing. Um, so I think Toronto, uh, I think Toronto's going to win it. Um, Edmonton's defensive like situation isn't doing it for me. So, yeah, Toronto. That's why Edmonton. That's why Edmonton's out for me. Um, 
mean, not not out of the playoffs. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, out for um, the top, Toronto wins it, and Winnipeg will be snubbed. I, I in my opinion, and Line A will be traded. Is also my predictions. Ooh. He's on my fantasy team. I hope that doesn't happen. Well, he's not. Or I hope it does. So maybe. All right. Next, the, is that everybody? I think. Yep. Oh, and then Aiden. I, Aiden, do you do you want to do these predictions or? Uh, it's probably better for everyone that I don't. Uh, yeah, Fair enough. <laughs> the Western Division, Quiche. Uh, this one's easy. Colorado's winning it. Um, that's just a no-brainer, I think. Uh, for missing it though, I uh I went out on a limb and I said St. Louis. I think missing Petrangelo is gonna expose Bennington. And uh, yeah, Krug. They brought in Krug. Uh, I don't like Krug. Uh, mostly because he played in Boston, but I just I yeah. just don't like Krug. Don't like um, but yeah, I think I think St. Louis misses it, and then Arizona squeaks in. Okay, Nick. I'm gonna say Colorado wins, and Vegas is done. Ooh, that was my other Vegas. one. Wow. Four, four, that was my other one. A Mitch? He's not the starter. Uh, I say Colorado wins and Arizona misses. Ryan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Colorado's my suit, uh, my Stanley Cup win, uh, winning team. So uh, Colorado wins division. I'm going to say either San Jose or Los Angeles misses it. Um, Vegas is also really good. So they, I think they're going to be number two. All right. And I have Colorado. I hope they win the Stanley Cup as well. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. Maybe I want them to win when their young D is more in their in their top four. Like when Byram's more of a uh, that'd be cool. Or they can win it more than once. That'd be cool too. Byron I have um, yeah. I have Colorado making it in the I guess the Wild. Switch it up. <laughs> what what will stand yeah. all the other teams not to miss it? Not that bad. They have Marco Rossi. Right. There you go. Marco Rossi is out. He is out, but he'll <laughs> central quiche. Uh, central. I have Carolina winning the division, I think that team is sick. And I have Dallas going from the Stanley Cup finals to missing the playoffs. Is it my turn? Yes, <laughs> um, I couldn't bring one. My, my headphones stopped working. Okay, I'm good now. Okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna say Tampa, Tampa wins and. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna agree with Keish and say Dallas is not gonna be good. Second second being that's gonna hurt them. I agree. Second's a big one. Uh Mitch. You took the words out of my mouth, Nick. Tampa Bay wins, Dallas doesn't make it because of Sagan. Yep. Uh, Ryan. Uh Tampa wins. Uh Detroit misses, obviously. <laughs> it's gotta be a surprise one, man. Big <laughs> surprise. Big surprise. Actually, you know what? You could say Chicago then. You could say Chicago right. misses. It's not a surprise, man. Yeah, it's not, not a surprise. They're a perennial Stanley Cup playoff team, man. Like their whole t- no, their whole team's out. Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah. We just talked about how surprise you're not okay. making uh, the playoffs. Not <laughs> <laughs> a surprise. Mitch already knows. Ready, what do you got? Oh, I know. Um, Tampa winning Nashville is out. Right. That's hot. Okay. I think Nashville will be good this year. That, I think Dallas. They, they, they still made the Stanley Cup. I know Sagan carried them, but True. maybe they'll go down to fourth instead of a Stanley Cup team. Yeah. Okay. Last but not it. least, last but not least, the East bars. Ooh. Um, we got nice. group of death. Okay. Um, I think Boston's missing a lot of players for them to yeah. like come out number one. I have Pittsburgh on top. That's a the Homer bias pick. I will admit my bias comes in there. Wow. Uh, and, 
and um I, I, I'm just, I like the lines that we got going on. It would have been the other team in Pennsylvania, but I just, I'm not putting them at number one. I refuse to do that. And then uh, I got Rangers missing the playoffs. I'm going to say Philly at top, and I'm going to say Islanders miss. I am going to say so. uh, the Rangers at the top. Ooh. Yes. And I say the Islanders miss it as well. Nice. If it was next year, I'd say Rangers at the top as well, but it's not. So I'm going to say Boston. Um, and I'm going to say Washington misses. Um, but for the record, I think Pittsburgh has an equal chance of missing it. <laughs> Just but I, respect the, I respect the commitment to the team. I do respect that. Well, I think, I think Washington and Pittsburgh are going to be like really middling teams this year. And like both of them have a chance of not making it. Like Philadelphia's was really good at the end of last year. The Rangers are like one of the best up and coming teams. Islanders are so solid on the defense that it, it's like it's like basically teams only score like one or no goals against them. New Jersey's obviously going to miss it, so that's not a surprise. Uh, Buffalo, Eichel and Hall could be a power duo. I don't know. Boston's yeah. going to obviously make it. So realistically, by process of elimination, like Pittsburgh or Washington, technically would be the two likely like. Um, Missing the playoffs, surprise picks. They'll be the four, five, six of their division, either yeah, in or like, out. Yeah, like if it was next year, I'd say Rangers probably win the division too. So, like, you give Lafreniere a year with Panarin and Zibanejad and and uh, Cappy Caco, like Keychan's boy Ryan Strom. I love Ryan Strom. Like, I think I people forget Andrews they got like the number two overall pick last year too. So, yeah, they're gonna be good. Also, think, could we take in that uh, Keandre Miller took? Uh, Tony D'Angelo's spot, so that's just a big dub for the boys there. Not to mention they have, they have I think they have Georgiev, don't they? Like he's a good young goalie. Have Georgiev and Shashurkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that team's gonna be really good soon. I think they're already done their retool and ready to compete. So I think they make the playoffs. Um, I have them running the winning the division. I think Boston lost way too many players and passes out. For at least a month, and that's you know you're the top goal scorer in the league right there. Yeah, um, a goal behind Ovechkin last year. So I don't think if Boston makes the playoffs, they're fourth. But I think Pittsburgh or Washington can easily challenge them for the fourth. But I have Pens missing it and Rangers winning. Okay, nice. We got we got time for a little bit of fantasy. No, actually we're at hour fifteen. We, producer, um, what what are we saying? Well, so we are at an hour 15, but you guys are free to do whatever you guys want. Actually, National yeah. Championship just started. Let's, uh, I think we wrap I this one up. I suppose we should ask our guests what they, if they have to go or not. Because <laughs> we can talk uh, about shit for forever. Because yeah. of with the, the Bachelorette, so. The Bachelorette, yep, yeah, but still have at least so, an hour for that, so it's your guys' call. I'm good with whatever. I, I think, uh, I think we can wrap it up with the National Championship's on. I want to get to that, so. Uh, I also still haven't eaten dinner, and my my uh my stomach hurts. So Keishan hungry. Oh, okay. That's that's alive on the pod. So, um, clear for me and himself. Aiden, do it. Mitchell. Um, yeah. First off, I do want to point out that this is this is the same Mitchell that was our Patreon subscriber. It um, was. Where's that never got any content. content. So welcome yeah. welcome to an episode. Oh, uh, hopefully that that's worth the nine hundred thirty seven dollars that you gave us. It's not. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> remember, when Brady, remember when Brady promised a house for the first Patreon person? 
Uh, Brady promised a lot of things. He got us in a lot uh, yeah. of trouble for that. Brady owes me a lot of yeah, legal our, trouble. Our our law Lots team was going absolutely trouble. berserk. Like, yeah, we're I'm we're sure. just we're done. We're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, some of the jokes that, like, the first episodes of the podcast are just terrible. Like, it was a year ago, and they were still just terrible. Sorry, yeah, Anyways, um, Mitch, uh, I don't know if you're too familiar with it. I know you've listened to a couple of the episodes, but we uh, we usually put our guests through a little gauntlet of questions oh, at the I end of it. I know. I've um, watched a lot more than you guys think. I, we, we appreciate it. Those days it. on the range, oh, they're boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off in the headphone, listen to a couple podcasts, though. I've heard them all. Uh, you, Not you, actually. You, don't test me. Don't test me. <laughs> we don't even so, know where we're talking. Um the questions are in the chat. So uh boys, you ready to go? You wanna get ready to, Good to go. go through the gauntlet here? Start it off. Um all right. Mitch, who's the better player? Matthews or Marner? Uh I like Marner, but Matthews. Okay. Like, I like Marner more. Aiden. Oh, I thought we were doing them both. Never mind. Uh if you didn't grow up oh, playing right. hockey, what sport would you have played? Uh not, not the question. Oh. You want me to answer? Yeah, go for oh. it. I want to oh. say I want to say football. I don't have the size for it, but I, I've I, I, we are also on a football podcast, so yeah. But I maybe football. Expect the answer, Brady. Yeah. What position in football? Ooh, nope. probably That's wide receiver, it. running back. Okay. <laughs> what did you say, Nick? <laughs> he doesn't know that much about football. Simmer down. Scheme, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to play in? <laughs> what was no, I can't. Uh, as a kid what did you want to be growing up oh, no. a uh a hockey broadcaster <laughs> <laughs> can i tell that story mitch yeah, i don't know yeah, i respect I, it i respect <laughs> it Go so, ahead. so we mitch and i played on the same team growing up a, cu- a couple times oh yeah and uh the one year like we we have like uh like uh, like team photos being taken and um and so, like, you have to fill out this, like, information card with, like, your name, your address, and all that. And then, like, they have a couple, like, fun questions. If you get, like, a hockey card, like, like uh, like getting your picture in, like, a hockey card is, like, one of the options. Um, and so, you have to fill out, like, what's your, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? So, every kid, we're, like, what, like, maybe seven years old, every kid on the hockey team is writing NHL player, NHL player, NHL player. And I'm, I'm like, I'm close to Mitch. Like, Mitch is on, like, the other side of, like, the room, I guess, or where, the hallway, wherever we were doing it. And, uh... I hear Mitch's dad, Keith, go, Mitch, what do you want to be when you grow up? And uh, he's like, it looks like he's about to start like writing down like NHL player. I just had to ask that like for a courtesy. And then Mitch goes, I want to be an NHL broadcaster. And Keith stops writing, looks up, and he goes, really? <laughs> and it was, just, it was the funniest thing. I was uh, crying. The first time he was disappointed in me, but not the last. <laughs> not the last. Not the last. <laughs> and all you guys were just overachievers. Yeah. Well, I mean, none of us hit our goals, so we all suck. And I still could. You still can. Yeah, um, Ryan, you got the that. next question? Yeah. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Careful. There's a right answer. All right. Um, I've talked to you guys about this a lot, just outside yeah. of this. Um, I am very down the middle. I like both. But if I had to choose, I'd probably go crunchy. Yes. Let's go. That's the wrong yes. answer. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I like smooth, answer. too, Good for answer. sure. That's the, but... that's the correct answer. Yeah, I, I got to go with yeah. crunchy. Um, Nick, are you crunchy or smooth? I don't remember from your episode. I'm smooth. Ugh. Um, okay. Mitch, favorite movie of all time. Oh my gosh, you're throwing me on the uh Oh yeah. Oh favorite movie. I don't watch that many movies. Me you neither. Know, I'm gonna go with Captain America the first Avenger. I love the first one. I know Ooh. a lot of people don't really like it, but I thought That's it was a good, good answer. Favorite superhero, so I'm gonna go with that. 
80. Uh, so Mitch, if you get a stack of pancake or sorry, if you get pancakes on your plate, do you eat them in a stack or do you separate them and eat them one by one? Oh, you got to separate them. Oh, anyone else is just a psychopath. <laughs> Shut yeah, how do you get syrup on the second, third, and fourth yeah. ones potentially if you have a stack? It's so the reapply and yeah, waste of energy. I know you, you spread you them out, get a little bit on all. Asking for syrup back, and then everyone yeah. hates you. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, that's a plus. One. Also, I I mentioned this on an episode. Uh, Nick's mom, when we went up to Nick's cottage, started making us like the small pancakes. And all my life, like I had like the normal size one, the small pancakes, absolute game changer. Oh, for sure. I always had the small ones growing up, and yeah. I've had the big ones a couple times, but small for sure. I absolutely like agree. For us poor people, what are the small pancakes? Like, like the size of, uh, like, uh, like uh, it's kind of hard. Like to... the size of a the size of a puck versus the size of a CD. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty good. Are we talking thickness as well? Like, what's no, the situation? No, 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 no. It's not a cake. Pancake. It's just it, it's still still the same thinness. So you so you literally just pour less batter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're just smaller and diameter. I kind of like them a bit. I agree. I 100 percent agree. Okay, um, Brady, you got the next question. That's my favorite question. Um, Ooh, yes. What's one. the biggest animal you could take in a fight? Biggest animal I can take in a fight. Uh, I want to say height. My cat, hyena, <laughs> which is pretty tough because she's pretty big for a cat. She's bigger than you. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a, she's got a way more. No. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> she's pretty tough. Um, yeah. no, to be serious, probably. Uh, I want to say like a decent sized dog. I'm not that strong. <laughs> decent sized dog. dog. A decent sized dog. I could take in a fight. Maybe a couple of them. You think you could box Cooper? Wow. So like a like a a border collie, like a yeah. medium sized dog. Nick, we can okay. always try that next time I, I'm at your place. Well, no, no. Coop's up for the fight. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper would put, Cooper put, would put fuck your shit up. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan. Yeah. So in all of your sports day uh, playing days, where was the f- most favorite place you played? Like out of any of the places you played, and if you don't say Players Paradise for the upper for the field hockey tournament or field uh, what's it called Ultimate Frisbee tournament, you're it's a disappointment. I don't think I was there for that. <laughs> well, never mind. Was you, that the Great Twelve first tournament? Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, Morgan and I were in uh, Florida. I, we had to oh, miss that. There you go. Yes, catching the sun. Um, I gotta say either the Milton Four Quad or like the Quad yeah. Ice Pad. I really like that one, or the Orangeville one with the water slide. On the other side, I always want to go down that. Isn't that where you dummied your ankle? Yes. Okay, I remember that vividly because I was on the ice when it happened. I like I, Mitch slid into the end boards, and then everybody was like, "Hey, Mitch, like just get up and you know skate off." And then Mitch broke like his bones, like four in four places. So it wasn't a good break. My dad, I could hear him from a. The standing saying, or like the stands yelling, like "Get up, get up, get up!" He was so mad that I wouldn't get up. Yikes! Yeah, like, yeah, I so Mitch, like we were like, "Bitch, man, like it's a four, it's five on four. Like you gotta get off, brother." <laughs> he broke his leg in like <laughs> seven. Oh, on the ice, just his legs hanging off the side of his bone. And then I saw Mitch, and then I saw Mitch freaking dummy his foot in a couple games later. This podcast is just not good luck for you. No, it's not. It really is. <laughs> I should just stop uh, playing hockey. So, Mitch. Most important question out of the rapid yes. fire questions here. Okay. Did Morgan get the jet ski up to 120? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I know he's not gonna do that. I, I know he's not gonna listen to this anyway. So no, there's no way in hell he got it up. <laughs> there's no way. It was on a pretty wavy day too. Okay. That he said that. Okay. So Good no. stuff. There we are. I like that. All right, Mitch. Answer. That's the uh, that's the gauntlet. That was fun. Wow. Made it through. Pretty good. Oh, I like that. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed your time here. We'll probably have you guys back on again. This was fun. This was really good. We should probably say we already put Nick through the gauntlet, which is why we're not doing yes. it now. Well, so, our, our loyal fans would know that. Nick's our uh, fifth most listened to episode of all time. Fun fact. Wow. Just wait till this wow. one. Let me know if you want to get some views and all. Yeah, if we want to get some clout, we got to go through. We got to go through Nick. Um, drop his name in the title and. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick McManus, the. Uh, Algorithm will take over. Yeah, the algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm's gonna get us through there. Hold on, I, I'm trying to pull up the exact number because I, I want to give Nick his credit. 75? You said seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah, it's seventy-five. So he's top eight or top ten on our podcast. Um, in terms of interviews, Andrew Bailey's both of them are above eighty, and Delvin Bro's above eighty. But other than that, Nick beats the rest of the interviews. I love the Andrew Bailey oh. one. Those ones were so good. Yeah, they're great. Coming back on again. All right, well, lads, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate your time. It's uh, been an hour and a bit. Mitch, we know you got batch to catch up on, uh, or you know, yeah, get ready for it, not catch up on. Fifteen minutes to prepare, man. Can't wait. <laughs> I don't know if that's enough time. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Hard. Prepare for things such like that. Oh my god, the Brock batch a couple times over. I got it. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I gotta like, get the headset. I gotta make sure that I have my nice glass of wine. No, I'm just kidding. I I, I just sit there. I just I'm gonna it. pop the popcorn in time. Fifteen <laughs> minutes. I think I'll be good. Karis is in the next room over. She's already got it started. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's on top of it. <laughs> All right. Pause. Well, again, <laughs> 10 bonks. Um, cool. All right. So, again, thanks, boys, for coming on. Um, we hope you guys have a good night, and we appreciate you coming on. Brady, you want to hit the sign-off? Thanks, guys, for coming on. I think that was a success. Our our one non-football episode that Boss lets us have. Um even being the boss, not not quiche. Um, so Ain said we are allotted one per year. So. <laughs> yeah, we use it up on hockey. So yeah, um, how do you like it? How that? do you like it? January eleventh is gone. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, may your punts be high and down inside the ten. Sure, said a hockey one, I guess. Oh well, go Leafs. Thanks,